Jai Jai Sitchitanya Jai Anichananda Jai Adaita Chandrajaya Gura Bhakta Vinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Rama Sāvopādhisāna gāvo dukta gopāla nandana vartapatsa sudhir bhakta kītam vṛtam māhamāyant. <clears throat> it is said there is a herd of cows, and this herd of cows is made up by all the Upanishads. And the, Bhagavad, the Gita Upanishad is the best of these. Upanishads. It is it is like a cow that is being milked by Gopalanandan, by by Gopal, the son of Nanda Maharaj. It is Parta or Arjuna is the calf that creates the milk. Sudhir is the Bhakta, the wise man or the wise person is the drinker of that milk, the enjoyer of that milk. And in this way, the nectar of the Gita is enlivening the great souls. So today I want to speak about the Bhagavad Gita, uh, Lord Chaitanya and the Bhagavad Gita. Mm. I have some notes that I've been working on. The Bhagavad Gita appears in the uh, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Oh, um, about twenty times: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Thirty-one times. Okay. So the Bhagavad Gita. And it says, uh, the Bhagavad Gita <clears throat> is spoken to Arjuna. When Arjuna is in a state of being overwhelmed by the uh, material energy. And Karpanya Bhava, Svabhava Prichamda Misamudasita, he turns to Krishna as his teacher um, and then Krishna begins to explain begins to explain uh, knowledge and begins to give him an, a philosophical perspective Arjuna is not immediately able to withdraw his whole emotional involvement with the material world um, I had come to the point where the bow Gandiva was slipping from his hand. He was experiencing uh, lots of uh, uh, depression and stress. So it's not to be expected that he can, in one moment, just turn around. But Krishna gives him a perspective. Asochananda Sochastam, Najayat. Don't lament about what's not worthy for lamenting. Najayate mediteva gadachi, soul never takes birth, never dies. All these kind of understandings right, are given, which are in the realm of of jnana, in the in the realm of understanding that we are the soul and not the body, that we are eternal spirit beings. Um, the next step. Um, is about the relationship with Krishna. Uh, Krishna Nietzsche does. Brahma Bhutta Prasanatmana Sojatina Kangsiti Samasarvisa Bhutta Sumat Bhaktim Labhate Param. Once this Brahman is understood, then one has to take up uh, devotional service. Yes. So the Bhagavad Gita um, addresses this. Karma, Jnana, and Yoga, 
but ultimately the Bhagavad Gita is is describing bhakti and that is the essence of of the Gita um, that is Raja, that is the confidential knowledge, Rajavida, the topmost knowledge, Rajavijam, Rajaguyam. Uh, it is the topmost knowledge and it is confidential knowledge. So, one of the points in the Bhagavad Gita is that Arjuna wants to give up fighting and Krishna says, no, you're a Kshatriya, you have to do your duty. And Chaturvarnamaya, Sristam, uh, it's like these four divisions of mankind, they are created by me, and you have to act accordingly. So in this way, um, Arjuna, on the basis of, of, of that, is told he has to do his duty, he has to fight. Um, now, one might think that then the, the Bhagavad Gita is about uh, Varna Ashram, but it is not about Varna Ashram. Uh, Varna Ashram is the foundation, but it's not that Arjuna has to act as a Kshatriya. He has to act as a Kshatriya because this is pleasing to Krishna, because it was in Krishna's greater plan that all these um, heroes on the battlefield of Kurukshetra would be killed because Krishna wanted to relieve the earth from the uh, from so many uh, burdens of so many uh, undesirable military phalanxes, um, and he wanted to establish Yudhisthira on the throne, and that was Arjuna's mission. Mm. So. Therefore, not Varna Ashram for the sake of engaging in Varna Ashram, because Varna Ashram is bringing us at best to the mode of goodness. But transcendental Varna Ashram, Sansidir Haritosanam. So we had left off with the Ramananda Samvad, uh, and or the discussion between Shichitanya Mahaprabhu and Ramananda Rai. And I would want to go there. Um, just a moment, Madhya eight. So the first thing that is happening is that um, Ramananda Rai when he is asked by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu about uh, recite a verse from the revealed scripture concerning the ultimate goal of life, then he, he quotes, Varna ashram ma Varna ashrama charavata purusina parapuman visnura rajate panta nanyatta tosakarnam. The Supreme Personality of God, Lord Vishnu, is worshipped by the proper execution of prescribed duties in the system of Varna and Ashram. There is no other way to satisfy the Supreme Personality of Godhead. One must be situated in the institution of the four Varnas and Ashram. This verse is quoted in the uh, Madhya, Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya Lila, chapter 8, text 58. And it is a quotation from the Vishnu Purana, uh, 3.8.9. So, yes, it is, uh, it is, Vainashram in itself is, is not valuable. Uh, best among the twice born, it is therefore concluded that the highest perfection one can achieve by discharging the duties prescribed for one's own occupation according to caste divisions and orders of life, is to please the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Yeah. So, this Varna Ashram is, must be Sansidir Haritosana. And that is what we see in Arjuna. Um, he was told to fight because it was pleasing to Krishna. And 
we see Ramananda begins there also. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu rejected that and then said, tell me something of other means. Then Ramananda Roy said this, yat karusi, yat asnasi, yat jahusi, jadasi, yat jatapasati, kunti amat tatkarushamataparam. My dear son of Kanti, whatever you do, whatever you eat, whatever you offer in sacrifice, whatever you give in charity, and whatever austerities you perform, all the results of such activities should be offered to me, Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So, um, so when we are going through these verses, uh, although Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is rejecting them and says, what else is there? This is external, there must be more. And then he says, occupational duties are described in the religious scripture. If one analyzes them, he can fully understand their qualities and faults and then give them up. Uh, completely to to render service and to the Supreme Personality of God. It's such a person is considered a first-class man. Then he continues with the Bhagavad Gita. He says, Sarva dharman paricheya mamekam saranam vraja aham tvam sarva papebhyo moksha is yami masuchaha. These last two verses of Mari Leda chapter 8, text 62 and 63. And so, uh, translation, Sarvadharma Parijaya, after giving up all kinds of religious and occupational duties, if you come to me, the Supreme Personality of God, and take shelter, I will give you protection from all of life's sinful reactions. Don't do not worry. Bhagavad Gita 1866. And then, and then he quotes, Brahma Bhuta Prasanatmana Sosatina Kangsati, Sama Saivasa Bhuta Sumat Bhaktim Labhate Param, in text 65. Ramananda Roy continued, according to the Bhagavad Gita, one is thus transcendentally situated, at once realizes the Supreme Brahman and becomes fully joyful. He never laments or desires to have anything. He's equally disposed towards every living entity. In that state, he attains pure devotional service unto me. So as we're going through these verses, um, it's not that, although Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says there's more, it's not that they're not relevant. Um, first of all, uh, without Varna Ashram, it will be very difficult to take up spiritual life because we are conditioned souls and we are very much influenced by the material energy. So Varna Ashram will give us a position, a safe position in the material energy. And then from Varna Ashram, we, we can start practicing Yat Karusi, Yat Asnasi. We can start offering all our activities right, uh, in the service of the Lord. And uh, then as we are getting more and more advanced, yes, then we can give up Varna Ashram. Otherwise, Varna Ashram is giving us uh, at least of a foundation in the mode of goodness, so that we don't sink down to the lower modes of material nature. So in one sense, um, so Varnashram is important. And then, uh, okay, we come to Brahma Bhuta Prasanatman, so Satina Kangsati, that we are. Uh, and so there's four verses, there's, there's, there's or three verses in a row from Bhagavad Gita, um, given in the Ramananda Samvat. Yat karosi yat asnasi sarvadharma parichaya Brahma Bhuta Prasanatma. So in Brahma Bhuta Prasanatma, according to the Bhagavad Gita, one who is thus transcendentally situated at once realizes the Supreme Brahman and becomes fully joyful. He never laments or desires to have anything. He's equally disposed to it, every living entity. In that state, he attains pure devotional service unto me. So now he's described some detachment from matter and he's given it all up and it's just uh, focused on pure devotional service. But it is of course still not enough. Yeah, and, and uh, as, as uh, 
Ramananda Roy continues, uh, he points out that it's about ecstatic love. Um, and then he begins to uh, describe that aesthetic love and so on and so on. Anyway, so we see the Bhagavad Gita gives us uh, a foundation and that foundation is is very much needed. Um, Brahma Bhuta Prasanatma uh, is not just uh, a verse that we can put aside. Um, to actually come to the point of realizing we are not the body has been emphasized so many times by Srila Prabhupada so that we can really uh, take to devotional service. So, therefore the Bhagavad Gita is in particular is the book uh, that is very important for the uh, for the external reason or the external purpose of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission. Uh, the the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appears uh, for spreading Krishna consciousness throughout the world, for somehow or other transforming the lives of conditioned souls. And, and the Bhagavad Gita is a major tool. Um, it is the Bhagavad Gita that actually gives the, uh, uh, the fully transcendental understanding and how the living being can thoroughly understand that they are the spirit soul uh, and not the material body and that they are eternal living beings and the eternal servant of Krishna. Then, you know, as things progress so much further, then we can see the eternal spirit soul in the liberated state, free from the material body, attains the spiritual identity and then turns out that the soul has a form in a, in a spiritual body. Uh, but that's not where it begins. Uh, it begins simply establishing we're not this body, we're an eternal spirit soul. Um, and we are the eternal servant. And Dasya is the beginning. Uh, it is all about servitorship. And if we go ahead of that, uh, and out of curiosity, and try to enter quickly into spiritual identity without, uh, without being totally absorbed in service attitude, then it will not work. So all the things stay in place. Parnashram stays in place for as long as we are conditioned souls. Yet karosi, yet asnasi, whatever you do, uh, do it as an offering to me, that stays. That stays on the, on the conditioned platform, that stays on the liberated platform. Uh, Brahman realization is automatically, or well, Sarva Dharma and Parichaya, giving up everything and becoming completely focused on satisfying Krishna. That stays, that stays, even on, this, on the eternal spiritual platform. Uh, the uh, Brahma Bhuta Prasanatma, that we are not identifying with the material body and that we are fully identifying as a spirit soul and then take and in, in the eternal service of Krishna, that stays in the conditioned and in the liberated state. Uh, so in this way, although Ramananda Roy had uh, presented these things, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu rejected them. Uh, it, they were not rejected in the sense that these are not processes we follow, these are not bona fide processes. Uh, no. We are following them, but we cannot stay there. It's not the goal. These are the means. Uh, these are the means by which we attain the goal. And the goal is Premabhumartha Mahan, is to attain pure love of God. Uh, but uh, we find in the, uh, in the third chapter of the, uh, the Adi Lila, we find the description of the external reason for the Lord's appearance. And we find the Bhagavad Gita has been uh, quoted there uh, a number of times. Uh, 
it is uh, verses like yada yadahi dharmasya uh, that glani bhavati bharata abhyutanam dharmasya tadatmanam sujami aham that the Lord is appearing in this world to establish the principles of religion and to drive out uh, uh, irreligion uh, and that's his mission to annihilate the demons to dharmas from starpanatiya to establish the principles of religion from bhagavad gita 4 7 and 4 8 uh, then utsedhiyurime uh, lokam loka nakuryam karma chit aham bhagavad gita 324 if i did not show the proper principles of religion the world would be in ruin so that is very important of uh, part of chaitanya mahaprabhu's movement uh, to establish uh, principles of uh, of dharma uh, it, he says, uh, The next verse is, is quoted uh, and says, Whatever a great man doth, common man will follow. So in this way, the Sankhita movement is, is setting standards, standards of behavior. Uh, um, and these things are in one sense external. Um, I mean, when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was in Jagannath Puri in the Gambira, and when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was overwhelmed by ecstatic symptoms, he was not concerned with standards of behavior. Um, he was concerned simply with love of God. Sometimes, uh, sometimes he would come to external consciousness. He was still behaving like a sannyasi. Um, he said one time there was a Devadasi singing a song from the Gita Govinda, from Jayadev Goswami. And she sang extremely beautiful with so much devotion that Lord Chaitanya, Lord Chaitanya ran, ran towards that, that singing. And, and he wanted to he felt so much love upon hearing that he was ready to embrace the singer. And Govinda, Govinda, his servant, ran next to him. And Govinda said, stop, it's a woman. Then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came out of his ecstasy, came to external consciousness and said, oh, you have saved me. I would have died. Um, if I would have embraced her, yes. Um, so then he was in his external consciousness of, of a sannyasi. But we see that mostly in Jagannath Puri, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was in his internal consciousness. Right? However, the, the external mission of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is extremely important. It is that which is most relevant for the uh, world population at large. Uh, the world population at large needs, Harinam Sankirtan needs the, the preaching of Krishna consciousness. When we go, for example, to uh, Adi Lila chapter 9, um, Okay, Adi Lila, chapter 9. And then Krishna Skaviraj begins the uh, begins the chapter. Tam Srimad Krishna Chaitanya Devam Vande Jagat Gurum Yajanukam Payaswapi let me offer my respectful obeisances unto the spiritual master of the entire world, Lord Sri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, by whose mercy even a dog can swim across a great ocean. 
And then he remembers the six Goswamis, he remembers the Lord Chaitanya, the devotees of Lord Chaitanya, headed by Shiva Stakur. It is by the mercy of all these Vaishnavas and Gurus that I tend to write about the pastimes. Hmm. Okay, and then and then we read about uh, about how the uh, First, we read about the Chaitanya tree and how all these personalities uh, were uh, were part of the Chaitanya tree and the branches of the Chaitanya tree. Madhavendra Puri, the seat, the nine sannyasis, the root, Lord Chaitanya, the trunk at the top splitting in two with Advaita Acharya, Nichananda, and so many branches and, and sub-branches. Uh, from these trunks, from these two trunks, grew many branches and sub-branches that covered the entire world. These branches and sub-branches and their sub-branches became so numerous that no one can actually write about them. Thus the disciples and the grand disciples and their admirers spread throughout the world and it's not possible to enumerate them all. As a big fig tree bears fruit overall, all over its body, each part of the tree of devotional service bore fruit. Since Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was the original trunk, the taste of the fruits that grew on the branches and sub-branches surpassed the taste of nectar. The fruits ripened and became sweet and nectarian. The gardener, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, distributed them without asking any price. All the wells in the three words cannot equal the value of one such nectarian fruit of devotional service. Not considering who asked for it and who did not, nor who was fit or and who unfit, to receive it, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu distributed the fruit of devotional service. Purport. This is the sum and substance of Lord Chaitanya Sankhata movement. There is no difference made, distinction made between those who are fit and those who are not fit to hear or take part in the Sankhata movement. It should therefore be preached without discrimination. The only purpose of the preachers of the Sankhata movement must be to go on preaching without restriction. That is the way in which Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu introduced this Sankirtan movement to the world. Hmm. The transcendental gardener Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu distributed handful after handful of fruit in all directions. And when the poor hungry people ate the fruit, the gardener smiled with great pleasure. Hmm. The poor hungry people. Hmm. At one point in Heidelberg, there used to be a big temple, but then they, then the times changed and uh, the devotees wanted to start a community, a more rural community where householders could live more comfortable. And they closed the temple in the city. And there used to be a restaurant in the temple and many people used to come for Pasada. And then after quite a number of years, they opened a little storefront with Pasada. And somehow or other, people found it and they came staggering into the storefront as if they had crashed with a plane in the desert and just were walking out of the desert and they came into that shop and they said, do you have some of that food? And there was a counter with Prasada and you know, they could get Prasada. And in this way, um, the fruits of devotional service, the Sankirtan movement. Lord Chaitanya does address the multivarious varieties of branches and sub-branches of the tree. Since the tree of devotional service is transcendental, every one of, of its parts can perform the actions of others. Although a tree is supposed to be immovable, this tree nevertheless moves. Mm. All All the parts of this tree are spiritually cognizant and thus as they grow, they spread all over the world. I'm the only gardener. How many places can I go? How many fruits can I pick and distribute it? Here, Sri Chaitanya 
Mahaprabhu indicates that the distribution of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra should be performed by combined forces. Although he is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he laments, how can I act alone? How can, can I alone pick the fruit and distribute it all over the world? This indicates that all classes of devotees should combine to distribute the Hare Krishna Mahamantra without consideration of the time, place, or situation. Mm. Somehow or other, the Sankirtan devotees are going out. Uh, either they chant and dance, or they carry transcendental books. And the Sankirtan devotees, they just penetrate into people's lives. And there is so much, so much bliss. Um, so much bliss in chanting and dancing. And everyone can see um, people are getting getting caught up and mm, just people who don't know what it is, but who just get touched by the happiness, uh, that same happiness. That is what we desire. Mm. So, Lord Chaitanya says, it would certainly be a very laborious task to pick the fruits and distribute them alone. And still I suspect that some would receive them and others would not. Therefore, I order every man within this universe to accept this Krishna consciousness movement and distribute it everywhere. So, Srila Prabhupada's purport. This is text number 36 of... Adi Lila, Chapter 9, Purport. In this connection, there's a song by Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur. Enichi osadi maya nasi bailagi, harinama mantra lao tuimagi. Bhaktivinoda Prabhu Charanapadiya, se harinama mantra dailamagiya. The Sangita movement has been introduced by Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu just to dispel the illusion of maya, by which everyone in this material world thinks himself to be a product of matter, endeavor to have many duties pertaining to the body. Actually, the living entity is not his material body, he is a spirit soul. He has a spiritual need to be eternal. Okay, we, uh, we got disconnected, and um, so I'll read this portion again. Uh, uh, the Sangata movement has been introduced by Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu just to dispel the illusion of maya, by which everyone in this material world thinks himself to be a product of matter and therefore to have many duties pertaining to the body. Actually, the living entity is not his material body. He is a spirit soul. So this portion I was reading from the purport of Adi Lila, chapter 9, text 36. So this is, is exactly what I was speaking about earlier on, that people are thinking that they are the body and as a result they think they have so many things to take care of in relation to the body and so many needs to fulfill for the body. And then, uh, therefore, it is necessary to thoroughly understand we are not this body. Brahma Bhutta Prasanatma, Nakasosati Nakamsati. Uh, uh, no hankering, no lamenting, just, uh, just uh, understanding that we are transcendental to the material energy, and then, uh, then we can can really dedicate ourselves to to bhakti. Mm. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, this is from the purport of text 37, produced so many fruits of devotional service that they must be distributed all over the world. Otherwise, wise, how could he alone relish and taste each and every fruit? The original reason that Lord Sri Krishna descended as Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was to understand Sri Mataradharani's love for Krishna and to taste that love. The fruits of the tree of devotional service were innumerable, and therefore he wanted to distribute them 
unrestrictedly to everyone. Yes. So, in this way, we also are thinking about that. This is the process. And actually, if we really want to come to the point of, of becoming selfless, that is extremely difficult, extremely difficult. How can we progress in devotional service without ulterior motive? Huh? We are seeing in the Bhagavad Gita, we see karma misra bhakti, jnana misra bhakti. Um, we see devotional service mixed with, with karma, karma yoga. That we are performing devotional service, sansidir haritosanam, but we also act according to our propensity. And, and what is it? If I'm driving a nice sporty car for Krishna and I like driving, then what is it? Am I totally absorbed in devotional service or am I partially absorbed in devotional service and partially in driving the sporty car? So in this way, uh, karma misra bhakti, and if I uh, have a desire to, to take a philosophical position and see myself uh, above the material energy, um, then I'm following the path of jnana, the path of liberation, then I'm not yet fully absorbed in just pleasing Krishna. I still have a personal agenda. Uh, and Chaitanya Charitamrita said, Bhukti Mukti Siddhikami Sakala Shanta. That it is said, the Bhukti, the Mukti, and the Siddhi. The Bhukti is the one who performs karma and wants to enjoy that karma. The Mukti is the one who is striving for liberation and who is. Uh, following a process of philosophical elimination of what is spirit and what is matter. Uh, the, uh, and finally, uh, yogis are trying to attain cities, uh, mystic perfections. And it said, all of them are kami. All of them are striving to satisfy their own personal desires. And the result? They are ashanta, the Krishna bhakti niskama, uh, the, the devotee uh, is, is niskama, uh, and therefore he attains, he has no desire, therefore he attains perfection. So that is, is, uh, is there. Um, so we can see the Bhagavad Gita is, although the Bhagavad Gita is not entering into the internal of, of devotional service very much. It's not taking us really into Vraja Bhakti, into the love of the residents of Vrindavan. Um, that we get in Srimad Bhagavatam and, and more so in, in Chaitanya Charitamrita. So, uh, but Everything is there within the Gita, uh, if if one is is looking for it. Because although we may not find descriptions of the gopis, we find the mood of the gopis of unalloyed devotional service highlighted in the Bhagavatam, and therefore the internal state of consciousness of the gopis. Therefore, from just reading the Bhagavad Gita, everything can be realized. Because if we are actually coming to the point of becoming pure devotees, according to uh, the directions of the, of the Bhagavad Gita, then everything will be revealed from within. That is the point. So there's no need then to extensively hear about, uh, about Ras Lila pastimes and so on from Srimad Bhagavatam. Still, um, we see that uh, Bhagavatam 
is the central literature of the Gaudiya Vaishnavas because it describes Krishna in detail. But then the Chaitanya Charitamrita is, is that same Bhagavatam. But now, uh, now it is, it is uh, shown in more detail. In the, in the Bhagavatam, we see the pastimes of Krishna with the gopis. And we see, um, we get an understanding of, of the love of the gopis. We get an understanding of the unique love of Srimata Radharani. But then in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, as, as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is experiencing all that, then we get so much detail about the amazing moods of Srimata Radharani. In the Chaitanya Charitamrita, the descriptions are less about what Srimata Radharani is doing. If we go to Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami's Govinda Lilamrita, then we get many descriptions of the activities and the mellows and the moods of Srimata Radharani. But in the uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita, uh, we see her qualities, the quality of her love, her different moods are being highlighted. Her internal life is being highlighted. Hmm. Anyway, so that always remains part of the external preaching. But meanwhile, we are back to Adi Lila chapter 9, and we are uh, looking at distributing these, these fruits. Uh, so, starting in the middle of the purport of text uh, 39, 9, Adi 939. Uh, simply by chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, one can become free from all misery, but because they are enchanted by the illusory energy, people do not take this movement seriously. Therefore, those who are actually servants of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu must seriously distribute this movement all over the world to render the greatest benefit to human society. Of course, animals and lower species are not capable of understanding this movement. But even if a small number of humans, human beings take it seriously, then by their chanting loudly, all living entities, including even trees, animals, and other lower species will be benefited. When Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu inquired from Haridas Thakur how he was to benefit living entities other than humans, Siddha Haridas Thakur replied that the Hare Krishna Mahamantra is so potent that if it is chanted loudly, everyone will be benefited, even the lower species of life. If the fruits are distributed, text 40. If the fruits are distributed all over the world, my reputation as a pious man will be known everywhere, and thus all people will glorify my name with great pleasure. Purport. This prediction of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's is now actually coming to pass. The Krishna conscious movement is being distributed all over the world through the chanting of the holy name of the Lord. The Hare Krishna Mahamantra and people who were leading confused, chaotic lives are now feeling transcendental happiness. They're finding peace in Sankirtan and therefore they are acknowledging the supreme benefit of this movement. This is the blessing of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. His prediction is now factually being fulfilled, and those who are sober and conscientious are appreciating the value of this great movement. So I brought up the point about the Bukti Mukti and Siddhi, uh, those who were pursuing uh, sense enjoyment through karma, those who are pursuing liberation through philosophical speculation, the jnanis, and the yogis, those are pursuing mystic perfections by performing austerities. Um, so they were all described as kami, of having a personal agenda. So we know very well what it is like to have a personal agenda. Somehow or other, uh, we come to this movement and by the distribution of the knowledge of the Gita and, and that kind of uh, fundamental knowledge brings us to the point where we realize that 
spiritual life is the essence, then we take up spiritual life and we're practicing, but we still encounter our material desires. And overcoming material desires seems to be extremely difficult. And how to overcome material desires? Uh, definitely, it says tapas chaiva. Uh, what is it? Yagyatanas tapas chaivas pavaninam manisinam. That when we perform sacrifice, give in charity, perform austerity, all these activities also purify the uh, those who are wise and engaged in on the transcendental platform. So that is there. Um, but the yagya, the particular yagya that purifies is Harinam, in this age is Harinam Sankirtan. The particularly, the particular charity in this age is to, to give ourselves in charity to chant the holy name and to glorify Krishna. Um, that is the charity and to give that transcendental knowledge in charity to all to share the fruits of love of God with all uh, in the form of kirtan in the form of transcendental books in the form of transcendental lectures in the form of transcendental plays in the form of transcendental movies in the form of transcendental influencers on the net, in the form of transcendental videos, in the form of uh, of transcendental uh, uh, transcendental deities, somehow or other. Uh, let the Sankata movement be established everywhere, and uh, and let us be part of that. And in doing so, uh, in doing so, we can overcome this selfish, this self-centered uh, mentality. This Sankirtan is, is not only changing the world, it's changing us. It is the primary, primary means by which we can change somehow or other. And if somehow or other we start to think, of how to spread Krishna consciousness. Um, how many people are uh, are now doing something on the internet, streaming on Facebook, streaming on Instagram, streaming on on YouTube, streaming wherever we can, and that is very nice. Anyone can do, anyone can do, anyone can present something. Uh, some are glorifying the Lord by writing poetry. Others are glorifying the Lord by dramas. Others are glorifying the Lord by paintings. Others are glorifying the Lord by dance. There's so many ways through art, through philosophy, um, through music that we can glorify the Supreme Lord. And by doing so, uh, by doing so, uh, we change and the world will change. So let us, uh, let us increase, let us increase the uh, the transcendental family of uh, of Lord Chaitanya. Um, okay, one moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember the actual a quote, and I can't remember so. But in these lectures, I take some time to, to find it. So I'm doing it now. Ah, yes, that was it. 
Gotram Nuvardhanam Iti. Um, so, this is when Nimai had been to Gaya, and Nimai returned from Gaya. And as he returned from Gaya, it was just amazing. Uh, in a secluded place, he began to, this is uh, Chaitanya Bhagavad, uh, chapter, Madhya Lila, chapter 1, and reading text uh, 62. In a secluded place, he began to speak about Krishna and the wonders that he had witnessed at various places. As soon as he mentioned the name Padapatmatirta, the area around him became filled with tears. Um, that's where... Uh, that's in Gaya, Padapatma Tirtha, and where he received, where he got the in initiation. Mm. His entire body began to tremble, and all the hairs on his body stood on end, calling out, Oh Krishna, he fell to the ground. Where he fell unconscious, there was no sign of life in his body. After a while, he regained external consciousness with a startled motion then finally began to shed tears as he called out the name of Krishna. It appeared as if Ganga herself was flowing from his eyes. By the devotion that I've seen in him, I no longer consider him an ordinary human being. On regaining external consciousness, he said, only let us meet Suklam at Suklamba's house early tomorrow morning. I, will, I wish to reveal my distress to you, Sada Shiva Murari Pandit. This is every reason, there is every reason to believe this most auspicious news that I have given you. On hearing this news from Srimad Pandit, Srimad Pandit, the devotees uh, triumphantly chanted the name of Hari. Uh, the magnanimous Srivas was the first to speak. Uh, Gotram Nuvardhanam Iti. May our family increase. So this is, is the family that we are part of, the Achutukotra, the family, come the infallible, the perfect family of Lord Krishna. Um, there are so many families, but and so many glorious family lineages uh, from Brahmin lineages, the Gotam, uh, the Gotami, Gotra, Parasar Gotra, all different family, Bharadvaj Gotra, all different family man, uh, lineages of Brahmins that have been uh, carrying on for so many generations. And they are glorious. But most glorious is the Achutta Gotra coming directly from Krishna because it is the infallible gotra. It is the pure transcendental gotra. And gotram nuvardatam iti. Now let this gotra increase. And so we read from the, uh, from the uh, Chaitanya Bhagavat. Uh, and, uh, and we read about how Nimai, was becoming uh, very ecstatic. And I start reading from text 63 uh, and up to text 74 from the first chapter of the Chaitanya Bhagavad. Mm. So in this way, um, it is there, there that we find the internal purpose of, of Lord Chaitanya's mission. By taking up the external purpose, we find the external purpose, and in the the internal and and uh, taking up the external purpose, we find the internal purpose. So the Bhagavad Gita is a very important instrument uh, for, and should be mass distributed 
all over the world, right? So that people can can understand, just like because everyone is just like Arjuna, overwhelmed, overwhelmed by the three modes of material nature, uh, and therefore uh, we see. And there's there's two more things now. Oh, I've taken so much time, uh, but I carry on a little bit longer. Um, there's two stories that I, I want to uh, tell, and one is the story of Advaita Acharya. Advaita Acharya was teaching the Bhagavad Gita before the appearance of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Shantipur at his home, and people would come, and he would, would lecture there, whereas in the house of Srivas there was Sankirtan, and in the house of Advaita Acharya there was discussion on Bhagavad Gita and Bhagavatam. And, and so both of these two houses became hubs where Vaishnavas would gather. Um, and, uh, and then, but Advaita Acharya was taking on a very different, difficult mission. He was intending to explain the Gitira Satchirapat, or the true explanation of the Bhagavad Gita, or the Bhagavad Gita as it is. So he was trying to, um, to explain the Bhagavad Gita from a personalist perspective. Uh, and he was doing so on the strength of his own analysis, and it was not always so easy. Uh, there were times that Advaita Acharya was just puzzled in explaining a particular verse. And sometimes, and when that would happen, then Advaita Acharya would just fast until he would not eat until he had the answer. And so on one occasion, he had not eaten any, but he had fallen asleep. And then Lord Chaitanya appeared in a dream and in a dream started to instruct him about the verse. And this happened more often that in dreams, Advaita Acharya would find the answer to a particular puzzle, to coming up with uh, a personalist purport to each verse. Uh, um, and then we get the famous, uh, the famous situation in the Mahaprakash Leela. Uh, Lord Chaitanya is now in the house of Srivas. He's sitting on the altar. He has just revealed himself as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And now he's confirming it by telling different devotees different things. And Lord Chaitanya begins to tell Advaita Acharya, Oh, oh Acharya, uh, you are trying to explain the Gita in this way. Gita is Satyapat. But, um, I'll say it more slowly so for the transcribers. Gita Satyapat. Uh, and, uh, Yes, and then, and, and I appear in your dreams, and sometimes I'll t I tell you uh, the solution to, uh, to these uh, two different verses. Mm. But then there's one verse huh, which, you, which I have not yet revealed to you but which I will reveal to you now. And that one verse uh, is here. Here it is. Sarvata panipadam tat sarvato ksishiro mukam sarvata srutimaloke sarvam avritya tistya tistati. This is Bhagavad Gita 13, 14. Everywhere are his hands and legs, his eyes, heads and faces. He has ears everywhere. In this way, the Lord exists, pervading everything. And an Advaita Acharya been wondering everywhere, his hands, his legs, his eyes, heads, hands and faces, and his ears everywhere. In this way, the Lord exists, pervading everything. 
How is this to be explained as the personal form of the Lord? He's pervading everything. Then Lord Chaitanya said, Advaita Acharya, listen, listen, I will tell you now. This verse is referring to the super soul. Ah, this super soul, obviously. And Srila Prabhupada, although in the text we don't see the word super soul, so, um, and I should just add the word for word. Uh, so, Sarvata, everywhere, Pani, hands, Padam, legs, Tat, that, Sarvata, everywhere, Uksi, eyes, Shira, heads, Mukam, faces, Sarvata, everywhere, Shutimat, having ears, Loke, in the world, Sarvam, everything, Avricha, covering, Tistati, exists, everywhere are his hands and legs, his eyes, heads and faces, and he has ears everywhere. In this way, the super soul exists, pervading everything. As I read the Sanskrit word for word, the super soul was not mentioned. The super soul was not mentioned in the Sanskrit. But Advaita Acharya uh, was told by Mahaprabhu. It was Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who said, this is about the super soul. And when we look in Srila Prabhupada's translations, translation, everywhere are his hands and legs, his eyes, head and faces, and he has ears everywhere. In this way, the super soul exists, pervading everything. And so Prabhupada, and they say, oh, he is reading things into the text. Yes, but the things he is reading into the text and bringing into the text that are not written are things that are actually the true meaning. A super soul exists. And the true meaning has been given by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm. Therefore, uh, whether super soul is written or not, we will always read super soul because it was spoken by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, and it was Srila Prabhupada who took up the work of writing the Gitara Satira part, or the Bhagavad Gita as it is, the proper personalist explanation of the Bhagavad Gita. Finally, uh, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, we find the story of the illiterate Brahmana who was not able to read but somehow or other was told by a spiritual master to read the Bhagavad Gita. So he would just sit there with the manuscript. And he was, he was found crying. So people were joking and laughing, saying, look at this guy, he's crying because he sits there and he can't read. I would cry. I said, but Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu spoke to that Brahman and asked him why he was crying. Crying. Then the Brahman explained, I got the order of my spiritual master to, to read the Gita, but I cannot because I am illiterate. I cannot read. But somehow or other, when I see the picture of Krishna being the chariot driver of Arjuna, that makes me cry. So, and Lord Chaitanya said, Ah, uh, you are the the Acharya, you are the expert on the Gita. You have understood the Gita. Hmm. So, this fact that the devotee serves Krishna with love, but Krishna himself, he becomes the servant of his devotee. Sadavodhidiyamayam, sadhanamridiyam tvamham, matanyatena janatim naham tevya. Manak Api, that it said, my devotee is always in my heart, and I am always in the heart of the devotee. So there's that loving relationship mutually, mutually, 
And Krishna serves his devotee out of love. Krishna acted as the servant of the Pandavas out of love because they were so dedicated. Out of love for Arjuna, Krishna agreed to become his chariot driver. Uh, and that is, is the deeper um, internal meaning of the Bhagavad Gita. Uh, that Brahmana understood, uh, but who can understand? Um, Sarvada, no, Aham Savasya Prabhu, Mata Savam Prabhatate, Iti Bajantemam Pudabhava Samanvita. It is said that I'm the origin of all spiritual world. Everything is emanating from me. The wise who know this perfectly, perfectly worship me with love. Tesam Satati Yuktanam Bajatam Priti Purvakam. Priti Purvakam Bajatam Priti. Worship with love. Worship with love. So everything is there in the Bhagavad Gita and just by reading Bhagavad Gita and along with chanting of the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, one can attain uh, the full teachings of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Nonetheless, um, we, have, we have the good fortune of having Srimad Bhagavatam and Chaitanya Charitamrita. I thank you very much. Srila Prabhupada Kijai. Hare Krishna.